Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing the maps on the inside back cover of The Weird Weird West. We're almost done with this book. We're wrapping things up. It's last call at the saloon here in the final pages of The Weird Weird West. And this is going to be a pretty slow, no-stress day as I'm cleaning up here, washing the glasses, emptying the spittoon, making my weekly plate glass window order. All we have on this page, we've got a map down at the bottom titled Chronovore Encounters. I say a map, but this is the little flowchart-like thing that we discussed back when our heroes were making their way through the stomach of the Chronovore. I, I guess it's mostly like a game board. There's no real spatial element to it, but you just kind of make your way from node to node and you follow the line. So there's like multiple routes to get to the brain of the Chronovore. It's real boring, and it's just a straight-up 3x3 grid. I'm a little surprised the author didn't set this up as a tic-tac-toe game, where you can fill in a space by identifying the historical problem with the question for that space. But I guess maybe he was trying to maintain the illusion that the player characters, as opposed to the players, were actually doing something and going somewhere. Which is fine. Whatever, man. It's the inside back cover. If you want to make your graphics guy do a map of a series of non-physical locations that aren't spatially related, go for it. I don't have to draw it. Up on top of the page, we have another map. This one is bigger. Uh, this one depicts a space, uh, which is a more conventional choice for a map. The Chronovore's brain is, of course, where our heroes fight Doctor Doom and his henchmen, and maybe one more robed person if the GM can think fast. I'm going to put this map up on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Megadumbcast will have the visual companion for this episode. I encourage you to do it, not because this map is very visually interesting, but because this will help you understand, as I try to articulate why this is not a very good map, just situationally. You don't use this map for much. It, there's one fight with Doom's people. It doesn't go long because we're almost at the climax of the adventure. This is like the last thing that happens before the dramatic history exit exam at the end of the adventure. So we're trying to move this fight with Doom along. He throws back his hood. Hey, it's me, Dr. Doom. Everybody fight, fight, fight. Earthquake, everybody falls down. Now we do the history test and we're out. So it's not like this is a big pitch battle, right? And whether it is or it isn't, it's not going to be a very expansive battle in terms of the space that it occupies because of the cutscene style opening to the encounter. I'll quote from that page, page 48. And if you're looking at the map, this will make more sense. Quote, You find yourselves in a vast chamber filled with what appear to be giant fibrous neurons and axons. At the other end of the chamber, you see a group of shadowy figures milling around what appears to be a huge machine. So Doom's machine is on the map. It's at the very top, top center. The box text dictates that our heroes are in the chamber, and at the other end of the chamber, they see a group of shadowy figures all milling around the machine. Now you'll see that there are no viable sight lines on this map toward Doom's machine, except at the very top. If you're anywhere on this map except the very top, you can't see the machine. So the only place the player characters can be is right up there at the very top of the map. They can't sneak up on the villains, that's dictated, no matter what happens, and so battle is joined right where they are, with the heroes and Doom and his henchmen all up at the very top of this map. Now there's a whole section of map under here, and if you're looking at it, you'll see what they've got here is sort of like irregular RPG cave style walls that are made of, according to the map here, tendrils and neurons. 
So this is just like brain matter walls that go up a ways, like they go up two whole areas. So that's a big space, but they don't go all the way up to the ceiling. So if you can fly, you can maybe fly over them. But I don't see any reason why you would. Everybody's fighting right from the beginning. Everybody sees each other right from the beginning. Everybody is right there at the very top of the map with line of sight to each other right off the bat. And Dr. Doom is at his machine moments away from seizing control of the chronovore and thereby the entire timeline. We wouldn't want that to happen while we're up there crawling around on neurons and tendrils looking for a good sniper position. We don't really have that luxury. We're here to save the timeline and to do that, we have to stop Dr. Doom like right now. Even if we wanted to find a better tactical position to attack him, I don't think that we really could. He's got four people working with him, so they can definitely give him the cover he needs. It's not as though we can, you know, run all the way down around these walls of neurons, all the way down to the middle of the map, and then loop around and, you know, take a winding path back and try to sneak up on him from the other side. We'd just be right back there at the top of the map again. He's got people to watch his back. We'd just be wasting time. And the thing is, they don't need to fight us. We need to fight them. In a few minutes, they'll seize control of all history, at which point, you know, our tactical positioning has a lot less relevance. So the onus is on us to fight. And the only way really to fight them is to run right up to them and fight them or stay where we are and shoot at them. If we go anywhere else, either we're not going to be able to reach if we're melee characters or we're not going to have line of sight if we're ranged characters. If the ceiling is high enough and we don't know if it is, the map helpfully tells us the height of the walls and shows that there's a gap above them but doesn't show how high the ceiling is. If it's high enough, we could sort of float up there above the walls and fire down on the bad guys. So the only event in which we would use the space on this map is if we're flying high enough that none of the map features apply and we can just fly right over all these walls, this whole maze. So either this is effectively blank space or it's a big old complicated obstructing terrain maze that none of us have any reason to dip a toe into. There's no reason to go in there. I mean, I guess maybe if you wanted to spring a surprise attack by attacking Doom through one of the neuron walls, which, first of all, is fucking hardcore. Like, tearing through a giant creature's neurons to grab somebody on the other side, like a zombie in a zombie movie, seems excessively metal for this genre and situation. And even if we wanted to, uh, no material strength is given for these walls, so we don't know if we can go over them, and we don't know if we can go through them, and I definitely don't know why we would ever bother to go around them, so... This is a horror movie seat style map. You pay for the whole thing, but you're only going to need the edge, which is an empty straight line. All right, that was dumb. That was easy. It was fun. It was simple. And it didn't end with me saying bango dango until I ruined it. Join me next time when we discuss the back cover of the Weird Weird West on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret, patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Thanks for listening.